Okay, welcome this morning to a, another installment of Dialogue uh, with the Akara family, speaking with Lewis Maconza da Silva today, uh, a little bit about surrendering to the aboga process, um, expectation uh, with the aboga process, and how to get started, um, or perhaps looking into how people get started in general, or a better theme of getting started at that. So, Lewis, um, let's kick this off uh, with a little bit of uh, talk about perhaps how we should be looking in or some suggestions, I wouldn't say how, uh, towards surrendering to the process, which obviously involves us speaking a little bit about uh, BOGA in general. Well, I, I think at the beginning, you're, you're like, you've made a decision to uh, come to iBOGA. So you're here to do work. Uh, you're here to dive in. Um, you're here to uh, get some healing done, uh, cleanse yourself, get rid of old habits and patterns, uh, and start changing the way you think. Um, so saying that, like, you know, someone comes sick, they, you know, they just want to get well. So, of course, they, that's what they want. So we all want. Um, but when they arrive, um, it, it's strange because, uh, you know, they paid their money to be and it's, you know, it's good money to, to show up and do a ceremony. Um, but yet they'll fight themselves. Um, so like I tell them, I tell everybody the same thing, surrender. So what does that mean? Relax, allow the spirit to work. You have to get out of your own way. Most of our problems in the, in, in the West and anywhere on the globe actually now is, uh, is we get in front of ourselves. We put roadblocks in front of ourselves all the time. Like you could have your, the world you want right in front of you, but yet you just may keep putting these roadblocks up in, uh, in front of you and not allowing what you've manifested. It's right in front of you. You're not allowing it to come near you because you're putting up roadblocks. So in ceremony, they'll do the same thing. Um, and that's not surrendering. Um, so you have to surrender and allow, allow Iboga the spirit to take you on your voyage because, or the journey, however you want to say it. But it needs to grab a hold of you and take you down the rabbit hole to show you everything. But if you insist on trying to control it or trying to do silly work, which I put, there's a lot of people that come through this that, you know, they do other plant medicines and they, they, oh, I know how to work with medicine. Well, you don't, you really don't, because this is not medicine. This is spirit. And I hate the term plant medicine because it's not medicine. Yeah, it's a spirit that, that's going to work with you. Mm -hmm. So we have to allow it, the spirit to work. Otherwise, dumbass going to finish playing around so I can do my work. And, you know, some people, they, don't, they just will not stop. And then, you know, it comes six in the morning. I didn't get anything out of it. Well, of course not. You've been doing silly stuff in your head. But that's your pattern. You're still going to get something out of it, but you're not as much. So what we tell people is just relax. Just breathe. Like a, the first section of any um, retreat, that's what I'm telling people. Relax. Breathe. It's mm -hmm. not here to hurt you. It's here just to take you and show you. That's what it's all about. 
It's a relinquish. People are, are coming. They're, you know, they're also, yeah, you have to relinquish. Because, like, you've been doing it all yourself for all this long. How's that been working out for you? Not too good. If you're coming to our ceremonies, you're not doing well. You may be okay, but you're not well. So to surrender is to allow and just let it work. But, but you know, there's, with it comes several different things, right? Vulnerability. Like people don't want to be vulnerable. So that's why they don't, don't give up. They won't surrender. Uh, humility. Responsibility. That all comes out and found because Iboga is going to show you your truth. So you now, like a lot of stuff may happen to you, but uh, now what have you done to other people? Yeah. Because you got to take on that responsibility and that's being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a, a an attempt to control, right? That's what we're talking about. A relinquishing of control, which is the surrender. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And I suppose when people are controlling we're not looking at, we're not seeing the proprioceptive ability of thought, meaning we, you know, by when you let go and you're not controlling, all of a sudden you can see that you have a choice. You know, the right. control presupposes a lack of choice, is what we're kind of saying. And therefore, we don't see the inherent capacity of or what we're meant to be doing, and that is looking or just listening. Uh, and I'm sure we all, we all right. even like down the track, like even, you know, us here, I mean, I, I testify to that. I, Anytime I'm in a pickle, it's because I haven't been looking or listening. I've been watching, you know, and uh, and you get caught up, and you and because you haven't been watching, you try and scramble the control again, and then you know you're damming up more energy and not getting an answer. So, yeah, supremely important. Yeah, and then it's like even when like even when people leave. And then they want to go home. Like, like this is a big pattern with ayahuasca people. Like I, 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 I have to say this because it, uh, right now it's relevant in where I'm at in life. But uh, lots of people, they're they're going to leave. They won't surrender to uh, iboga, and they won't allow iboga to work. Mm -hmm. So they'll leave, and then they'll go do ayahuasca. They'll go do mushrooms. Mm -hmm. They'll go do cambo. And what's happening is you, the minute you. Uh, put in another spirit into you, you've just thrown Iboga out the door. So I don't understand what, why people are doing this, but they do it. Um, because what, why did you come in the first place? Yeah. If you're coming to work and get work done, then allow it to work. Because mm -hmm. te technically you should be leaving, letting Iboga work for with you for a year. Uh -huh. So the first three months are more intense, but if you do the measurement of from where you came in, to a year later, it's night and day. It takes time because it's a slow peel on that onion, right? But they, if they don't surrender to it and allow and remove their control, then, you know, it's not very successful because control is a big thing. But when you have wounded people, there's a lot of control issues because they they've been they've just had to control their environment just to stay alive i get that but when you come to iboga you need to surrender mm -hmm. it's very important that that makes for the for a very successful trip and less painful because it can it can attack you to wake you up and attack what does that mean well it, you maybe get some stomach cramps and stuff mm -hmm. um because it, it it's wants you it's twisting your guts for you to like let the hell you know let go just let go.
but you know, people, and then there's, you know, whatever it's. There's hundreds of messages, right? Like you've been given during that, during those journeys, which is another thing in itself, like some signals to know when to let go for some people. I think sometimes these little things uh, are important for people rather than getting into these testimonials and, and, and people's overall experiences, which we shouldn't influence other people's experiences, but little pointers like uh, knowing the subtleness of a bug when it's talking, like it, some people may not realize that it's talking when it's, when it's twisting your guts or it's talking when it gives you a, a cramp in the neck or it's talking, you know, it's, these are all messages, aren't they? And signals that um, when we're not used to um, a powerful plant, a plant such as a boga and spirit, we may gloss over or we don't see that these are messages. But during a ceremony, they're constantly ongoing, right? Like telling us to let go of this, maybe you have this, you know? Well, uh, of course. Yeah. And it's always talking, always. And uh, the, the, you, you touched on something about, you know, other people's experience. That's, you know, expectations. Like, you can go online, you can get everybody, there's a million testimonials out there, and, but it, it's, that's their experience. That's not yours. Mm -hmm. That's not who you are. So I say, I tell people, get off the bloody internet. Yeah. Like if, you, if you made a decision to actually come to have an experience, then get off it. Just get off it. Because if you're waiting, like some people are full visions. They have all this storyline and other people do not have that. The majority of people do not have that. You know, because they're blocked. Yeah, they block themselves. They put these these walls up. So, what if you if you, if you're going to go against someone that's done a lot of work already and doesn't have those walls, their journey is completely different, mm -hmm. as opposed to someone that's had uh, walls put up for their whole life. They're not going to. They're going to get a lot, but it's it's in a different way, because Iboga gives you what you need, not what you want, mm -hmm. and that's what people need to understand. This is very intelligent this spirit very intelligent it doesn't play and it, it you should not play with it it, it, it like it's beautiful medicine it's not medicine it's a beautiful uh spirit that you need to embrace it let it hold you but if you trying to screw with it and like you're coming in with like uh like let like, well, we can use the term bad intentions or, you know, you got an attitude problem or you're not showing it respect. Not good. It'll mess you up. It will mess you up. And it's because it's powerful and it's not only messing you up for today. So people's intentions. Yeah, I, I say the intentions are very important, but generally on the first one, people don't even know what the hell intention towards it is. Uh, the second uh, ceremony, yeah, you can set intention. Now, now you have a clearer understanding of what, what the night's going to bring. And, uh, and you've had some experience and then we've talked about things and okay, well, you didn't do the, you know, we, we can show you a little bit more when you're going into your second ceremony, which is important. But the first one is just to clean you out. Absolutely yeah. clean you out. So expectations don't even bother because you're getting detox. Most people are so filthy. It isn't funny. Yeah, they're only going to get in the way, aren't they? The expectation is like, if we're seeing expectation as accumulate, accumulation of energy, um, you're putting a whole lot of it in front of you that needs to be peeled. You're only adding to what a boga is already going to try and start working with. So, exactly. Yeah, because it's getting you to you, isn't it? Rather than right. it's got to, putting a whole lot of other people's stuff there, well, it's got to wade through that too.
and you might have a little bit more delay perhaps than, than you would have otherwise. Um, yeah, well, that, like that's, that's the big thing is what, we want to control outcome? Yeah, yeah. You can't, it's impossible. You know, like not everybody's the same. They have that, like, what, who was it? With Jordan Peterson, that's what the, his big thing was. Like, you know, people want to control outcome, right? And he's dead again. He goes, you can't control outcome. Everyone's different and everyone's got different uh, resources and uh, qualifications and, you know, you can't. It's impossible. Yeah. And who wants to live in an environment like that anyway? Yeah, definitely not. I mean, yeah, anytime you see people scrambling, you know, to try and control, you can see this hoarding, an attempt of hoarding information from others. Because presuppose you can see them, they're hoarding, 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 because they presuppose they uh, need to control everyone, you know. It's a real exactly. big sign of weakness, isn't it? So anytime you see that, we, can, we know which way to turn. Uh, and a baby yeah, because, the opposite. So Yeah. Controlling is not living. Mm -hmm. You're not experiencing life. You're trying to uh, create your own little world, little bubble, but it's not living. You know, sick, sick people do that. Uh-huh. I did that. You had to do it just to survive because you have to create this little bubble in which, okay, I'm okay because, you know, everything's in the bubble and we're good. I have this, I have this, I have this, everything's okay. But once, you know, that's why they don't want to give up control because mm, now we're going to take you down places you don't know. Now you're going to really learn. And that's what people uh, have a problem with. Yeah, and I find that's, you know, I'm definitely not free of that. Of course, it may be different in theme and it may be less minor perhaps, or it's particular to me as it should be. It's particular to each individual. But, you know, I feel that threshold sometimes, you know, the bubble changes and reality necessarily is changing. It, it must change. It's its nature, the spirit's nature to change. Um, so, yeah, I feel sometimes, you know, you get used to a little set of circumstances and the next minute you're thinking, hang on, I'm not so comfortable here. So um, that's because I haven't been paying attention to to the inevitable change and wanting to keep my bubble. Like you said, <laughs> the bubble but gets close, the same. It's <laughs> comfortable. It's real comfortable. Yeah. But the thing is, you, you're, you can't progress forward unless you take, start taking chances in life and start living. And uh, because staying stagnant is not good for anybody. You know, it, that, that's not healthy at all. So if we just keep moving forward and, you know, at the end of the day, Iboga will tell you that. But when you're coming in just for a successful thing is basically the biggest thing is surrendering and don't listen to anybody else's journey. That's the expectations. And, uh, you gotta be vulnerable and it, it's going to give you your lessons. It's a, uh, it's a beautiful experience. You know, there's, there's a lot of sick people out there. Iboga does great work. Um, um, but wh why ruin your experience by, uh, with uh, expectations and not surrendering so mm -hmm. that that's our my biggest lesson uh thing with all this is uh being able to uh just tell people just to relax it's not going to hurt you it's not going to hurt you at all there's no fear of death there's none of that that's all crap that's on the internet um it's all bullshit mm -hmm. uh that that's a lot of what these so-called providers that have put all this crap out out there to justify their existence um it's nonsense uh iboga is a, a spirit and technically uh, if you gave someone too much iboga it would spit it out anyway 
Yeah, that's that's another thing I was going to touch on with that 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 beautiful uh, control, not from our perspective, from the plant's control looking after you, its ability to actually mediate its effort for you, which is a real a reality, right? I know we've all first we've experienced that firsthand. I mean, I most recently with myself. Um, a very beautiful thing. And the more people are relinquishing, like we're saying, surrounding to this, the more they serve to see the change in themselves because they've taken the initial leap of faith. So I suppose, you know, that right. was another thing I was going to say from this point. We've got some people coming in and people are coming to this point and they feel that with a burger, they feel already that this is going to give them an ability to, to lessen the control, to break the shackles. But there's always going to be a little gap, isn't there, between the realized letting go and the control bubble. And well, old habits are a bitch. Yeah. You know, like you could, you know, they're going to come to your place in Costa Rica yeah. and uh, they're going to do the work and they're going to feel amazing and all that. And it's good, but you know, you still got to do the work when you go home <laughs> and when you go home is when you get tested. So that's when you got to catch your habits uh because and literally you got to catch them because uh if you don't catch them they'll run away on you uh so it this happens with everyone uh yeah you're gonna you're gonna catch your habits but at least recognize them mm -hmm. and then realize oh yeah i shouldn't be doing that because that's just gonna get me in a whole whack of trouble right or it's just, i'm doing it again you know like it's uh, but that it has to be conscious at first where you have to say oh yeah i'm doing it again so i gotta stop this i can move forward and then after a while, after, you know, catching yourself and catching it, it just becomes a regular habit then. Then it, you just don't do it anymore. Um, but we do it. It's, all, it's our thought process. I've got a cat crying in the background. Don't worry about that. Right. <laughs> it's a little bit of background noise. So best case scenario for us is to like really ensure that when people are coming here, don't we? we're looking to make sure when they contact us that, that we're letting them be free individuals, right? Without that expectation. There's enough information existing on the internet about Iboga. There's enough being provided. It's there, it exists. Um, but this is what we're saying, you know, to surrender and to learn the control that you're going to learn with Iboga. The more that, we, the more that we're giving away to that now, the less that we're, we're putting ourselves through beforehand, the better. Um, coming in clean is not always coming in clean physically. Is it, you know, like doing, no. you know, come, <clears throat> well, it's always coming in clean of mind and, and being gentle on oneself beforehand. Being gentle on oneself is not giving, in the case of someone that's, you know, in a pickle and they're trying to control things, adding fuel to the control fire is, is just reading more and more information and accumulating more and more information before having an experience. Yeah, well, the, the thing is too, like, you're coming in, you're going to have hesitation. You're going to be reserved. You're going to maybe even be scared. Mm -hmm. um, I get that. that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but once you're in it, mm -hmm. you just got to chill out. And that, that, you know, that's our job too, like to, to ensure that they're, they're comfortable. Uh, they feel safe. Um, and they're not worried about anything. Like, I, like you come in here and just throw your worries out the window. Like, and that, that's what we're trying to do. It's like, that's our job. Because uh, mm -hmm. if someone's, you know, not feeling safe, they're never going to give up surrender. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they need to feel safe. And that, that's what we provide. You know, the nice environment, a uh, good group of people. And they just got to know that 
they're they're going to be well taken care of and they will be but it's like it takes time you know this is a big move for people mm -hmm. uh, most people this like this is life altering um it's going to change their world it's going to rock them rock them to the core um so yeah so we do our part we educate our uh our guest uh in what they need we talk to them we just it's it's slow they you know because they're coming in they don't know you know who we are really but they do they've done their research but yeah until you sit with someone and actually feel their energy they mm -hmm. don't know so they're going to come in they're going to feel their energy everything's going to be uh, nice and calm and then even the ceremonies are calm um they're not loud they're very every even the language is very calm everything is about just mellowing out and all that we, I, we like our first ceremony we don't do a lot of talk it's uh, because there's no point because you don't know my language um so it takes it takes a ceremony in which team to understand the language mm -hmm. so it, it just takes time but they're going to come in relax go through surrender beautiful and then we get out of the way and let them do their work. What do you think? I find that talking to people lately, I was going to ask you this question now, um, when they're calling for intake and they're interested in coming for an aboga experience, sometimes I feel they feel very pressured to, to clean their body, to prepare their mind 100%. They're putting more and more pressure on themselves um, to try and even get to the point of having a burger, which is... Often, you know, we know what we would say to that. We, we don't, they need to be being gentle at this point, uh, walking into something and leaving the power here with a boga, you know? Yeah, that, that seems to be like, because they're so accustomed to this ayahuasca movement. Oh, you got to do all this dieta and stuff like that. Um, with iboga, you don't have to do any of that. The only thing I suggest is when they come is like for a couple of days, eat light, mm -hmm. eat clean, because when you're going in a ceremony, you, like, you don't want to like a big veal sandwich jammed in your stomach because the medicine, you know, the, 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 the spirit needs to attach to your stomach. Mm -hmm. So I, it's probably best more emptier than not. So we generally tell people eat light that day, eat light the day before and, uh, and no eating after four o'clock, but eating light, what does that mean? Like a soup? you know not a big bowl of pasta or something like uh like a soup some salad um the day before start getting that stomach shrinking a bit because when you're with us you're not eating a ton of food um you know the, the first you're gonna come in on the monday you're gonna do ceremony that night um all day tuesday what are you gonna have you're gonna have some fruit some water and some um uh, some soup basically maybe more depending on the individual but you know and then wednesday you're going to have a breakfast and lunch and that's it and then you're back in again and then friday you're basically leaving so yeah that's pretty so just it, that's the only thing i would suggest to uh, get the palate clean as far as the mind not, not even worry about that because your mind is, is already messing you up as it is. That's why you're coming in the first place. So what are you going to do for your mind? It's in control already. So mm -hmm. we're going to knock it down a peg. So let it come in with an ego. Let your mind come in with the ego. And uh, as long as you surrender, you'll be fine. 
So that's something you outlined a little bit of that system there. And I suppose I was prompted to ask about or talk about our structure being the two 30 hour experiences in the interval in space, the way they are in our week, essentially. So I suppose we could talk about that. Right. Um, why we do that a little bit. Um, obviously the two ceremonies, we could say that in Africa, that this is more closely resembling the way that it's ingested um, in the system. In a way, it's definitely not the same way. Um, but I suppose we could outline or elucidate to people why this, this works this way here with us. Well, the, the thing is, uh, um, every, uh, every initiation in, uh, in Gabon in Buiti is five days. Mm -hmm. Every one of them. So uh, we've set it up with the five days and uh, in the people are coming. So within the five days, uh, the program is to do two uh, full ceremonies. So they get their, they get, they get it all. So the first one is basically a detox. And the mm -hmm. second one is where we get into more psycho spiritual and uh, you want to call that because a lot of people can't do psycho spirituals anyway, because they're still blocked, but it doesn't matter. You're, you're getting, some people can, that's great. Mm -hmm. um, I would say majority of people cannot. Uh, so, because they're blocked inside, but that's okay. But you're still going to get a lot of work done, right? So it's, it's, this is all, it, it, the end of the day is about getting work done. And also like psychospirituals are great. Oh, you can see things, you can get some answers done, and, but it's not the be all end all. Uh -huh. You know, it, you still got to do the work um, and dig deep and find out what's really truly inside there. Cause my, like my first uh, experience in, when actually it was in Costa Rica, uh, they, they couldn't do anything with me with a psycho spiritual because I was like, I, I was so blocked. I was so uh, torn and, you know, I had a lot of scars and you have to allow that in. Right. Wow. I didn't know how to allow that in. Uh, you know, I, I, I had no clue. It actually, that even took me a few ceremonies to even get close. Right. So I get it that, you know, it doesn't work. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Cause you're yeah. still going to get a lot of work done. Yeah, it's like very I, I came off all those medications and drugs and all that. That that all left me off off the first one, right? So, what what's more important? I see, mm -hmm. I see images, or I I actually get some work done. Yeah, this is a good you topic know, that relates, isn't it? Yeah, to it's, expectations because some people may maybe they're coming in, and I have experienced this a little bit myself, and perhaps I'll admit to doing this a little bit myself. Is uh, expecting because of other plant medicines as well. In my case, so you're coming in and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to have a nice controlling time and astral project myself around the room and do a whole lot of interesting things. But it's uh, for me, even now with my ongoing ceremonies, it's still, uh, I mean, I've accepted and learned this, but for me particularly, this is about um, doing work with my body, learning to trust my body. That's my lesson. So I don't necessarily have uh, anything other than deep resonance or more body intelligence experiences, which are you know, it, that's just particular to me. And uh, I think sometimes, as you mentioned, that people are in this vision quest, you know, they're expecting to have, and therefore maybe perhaps they're blocking out some really important messages that are coming via the body, that are coming via the stomach, that are coming via the eyes, you know, they're coming by the, the skin, um, which is really important, isn't it? Um, well, you, you're, you get, you get set, you, like, you're not surrendering. You're just, okay, this is working. I can sit with this for a while. Yeah. Well, no, you're missing out. If yeah. you just let it, just let it go and let it do its thing, it's, you're going to get more bang for the buck. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Like every time I go in there, I like I go in with nothing, no intention, no expectations, no nothing. And those are where the big lessons come. Mm -hmm. That's brilliant. I do like actually most of the time it's like, you know, as long as your intention is I'm here for the right reason, that's a good intention, mm -hmm. you know, and just, okay. Then the, the medicine knows whether you're lying or not. <laughs> when you know yourself yeah yeah it's only going to highlight that isn't it <laughs> you know the medicine will highlight yeah. everything what do you know yeah what do you know going in nothing yeah you know nothing you've read some stuff on the internet you may have seen a couple of videos of people in africa doing this and doing that but at the end of the day half of the stuff that they're doing is irrelevant it's because at the end of the day, when you're doing an Iboga healing experience, you're dealing with the spirit of Iboga, period. Mm -hmm. so all the other stuff, your costumes and all that are, are irrelevant. There is some protection stuff that needs to be done, but that's about it. Yes. And in Africa, are we t we're not talking about, uh, with the Boga, I mean, we're not, nowadays we're hearing plant medicine, a lot of this talk, these terms, but it's not always referred to in Africa as medicine, is it? It's referred to as a spirit. Um, it's all spirit. Uh, Bwiti is all about spirits. And that, that's when, like, like if we talked before about, like, I'm a Ganga, and I, what, what is Bwiti and spirits and Ganga going? The spirit gets dropped inside me. Yes. So the, the higher up you are as a Ganga, the more spirit you have. Mm -hmm. It's simple. Uh, initiations are not about Iboga, they're about spirit. Yes. So you get, you ingest spirit. It's not about Iboga, because if, if it's about Iboga, then everyone that's done Iboga would be initiated. Yeah. Not. <laughs> yes, well said. It's uh, the medicine term for me, I'm just realizing that more. Um, I get caught in myself saying this, and behind medicine in the West is a lot of presupposed meaning that we're dealing with someone who's sick, you know, or everyone's sick. Now, um, it can some, sometimes push us into the frame of physical reality a little bit too much where we, I, I feel that we need to be, and that's what we're doing here is keeping people in the, in the tradition and the ethic in spirit. That's where the healing is going to happen. Right. The medicinal part. Yeah, that'll happen. Um, and often if we're talking from this point, we're reiterating to ourselves that we're not well, if we're calling everything medicine and you know, there's a lot of, a lot of loaded meaning inside those terms sometimes. So it's, it's nice, you picked up on that before and I, I obviously steering that way. I think it's very important for us to, as it would be spoken about in Africa, to keep mentioning the spiritual aspect, you know, to talk from those frames because that's what's happening with the medicine. Yeah, because when you, when you call it medicine, you relinquish responsibility. Mm -hmm. It's someone else doing the work for you. Yeah, well said. And that's, that's not what this is. Mm -hmm. It's the spirit that comes in to enable you to heal yourself. Yeah. You're doing the work. The spirit is there to help you. It'll help you clean yourself out because mm -hmm. your body knows what to do with it. It cleans it out. We get rid of nonsense within us. But at the end of the day, you have to do the work. No one else. And spirit is there to help you. It doesn't, it, it, <laughs> It works with you, not for you. Uh -huh. So medicine, 
whenever I think of medicine, it's something doing something for you. Yes. Yeah. This is where I was going with that. Um, it's a very loaded word and words are very powerful, aren't they? They're loaded with meaning Every, as we were saying before. And you mentioned Jordan Peterson, everyone has a meaning about something that's particular to them. And, uh, this uh, plant medicine movement is very strong terminology that I, I feel personally anyway, sometimes serves to detract from, from what we're doing with spirit, you know, that we're going to meet our, our spiritual self and do the work. So well said. I think. Well, I th I, I, yeah, for sure. That, that's, that's the only way we can look at it now. Mm -hmm. So I, I know other, you know, I've been in ceremonies with other people and they, they always were referring to, to medicine. You want more medicine? You ready for medicine? It's not medicine. Like, and you're, you're discrediting the spirit yeah. and the tradition by calling it that. It's like, it's not, it's not, they don't even talk about like that in, uh, yeah, that's, in Africa. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not, you not don't, have, you don't they, have a they, they call it, a, they call it Iboga. It has a name uh -huh. and we call it by its name. Iboga is its name. It's a spirit. It has a name. Call it. Names are important. Spirit yeah. has a name. Call it that. Uh -huh. It's not medicine. Mm -hmm. It's a name. It has a name. Iboga. You know, that's an old word. Very old word. It has a title. We respect the title. It's, like, it's just like you walking in to see the Queen of England. You, whether you like her or not, you got to respect her chair. Yeah. Yeah. The you word I mean? frequency. She's still the queen. Yeah, the word Absolutely. is frequency and it calls on, you know, it tracks the, the image, you know, it tracks the person, tracks the item that we're looking at or we're experiencing. Right. Or and it's not a drug, not a psychedelic. Yeah. It's a spirit. Treat it with respect. Mm -hmm. And if you're not going to treat it with respect, God help you. Yeah. Yeah, an entheogen, a psychedelic. Fuck you up. A psychotropic, there's lots of terms being used and... Um, I'm, I'm saying that too, because personally I'm whittling them away because they only serve to detract. Like we're saying, we, you know, I think we can, we sharpening that pencil here. Um, you know, with this ship, it's being, you know, steered here with a car where we're reducing things and becoming more minimal in an effort to get deeper to the spirit. And the more that we do that with less fluff, right? The more that people are going to come in here and, and feel that and get accurate responses. And knowing For sure, like it, less is always more. Uh -huh. Like if you go to Africa and you do a real, uh, real initiation, you you'll see what less is. Mm -hmm. Like you, you have nothing, mm -hmm. because it's meant for you to have nothing. Because you come into this world with nothing, and that's how you're going to get reborn with nothing. Mm -hmm. No ego, no nothing, and you're going to get humility is a big one. You know, you may not, you know, you're with body image and all that because, you know, you're, you're wearing next to nothing um, with paint on you and whatever in an initiation. But it, humility is huge because you're nothing until you process through. You can have all the cars in the world, all the money in the world, but you're, if you're still blocked like crazy, you are still nothing. Mm -hmm. Until you work through your stuff, that's when people respect you. You know, that's the work. Do some work. Get some work done. You know, and then, and then in this tradition, you'll be well-respected because even if you fall on your face, mm -hmm. 
they, they respect the courage in which you've, you've just done, the road you've just done to get where you are, and they respect the hell out of it. Because it's not easy. You know, it's easy to be, if you want to go to Fluffy Town, mm -hmm. but like, that's not what we are. We're here for people to do work, and we're here to support people while they do their work. And maybe have a few laughs after about it, because it is funny, yeah, but it's not funny unless people get through it. Mm -hmm. If they get through it, you can have a laugh about it. Um, it takes work, it takes a lot of work. And, uh, but I, but I, I, I respect anyone that's coming through, especially on our program, mm -hmm. uh, to do the volume of, of Iboga and uh, to sit with it and to really go with it because, you know, we don't go light. And, uh, but in, in Africa, they don't go light either. You know, they, you know, they, they think, seem to sometimes think to think that we're different than they are. Well, that's nonsense, but you know, they're just as screwed up as we are. Um, but we just got to go and do the work that, that, that it's just work. You know, a, a Ganga is designed to work. Iboga is designed to work. It wants to work. Spirit is designed to work. It's not there to be stagnant. It's there to work. So with uh, surrendering, you're getting out of the way and letting it work because that's what it wants to do. So uh, allow, remove your control. The people are learning to live again, right? After that, there's a living again, which is another thing um, that we could discuss. I mean, post ceremonies, um, the people that would come to us for it, in particular with Akara. So we're talking about they come in with learning to surrender the process and surrendering, you know, with their expectation and then perhaps developing into their second ceremony. And like you said, they're going to have to learn to work. So learning to live with this work and perhaps even learning to live with the new term of what work means as a word, because it doesn't always have to mean something terrible, does it? There's another one of these words like medicine, like the word work that can be loaded with with some negative connotation for some people if they've been used to not not doing that particular activity. Well, work is, uh, you know, forward motion. Mm -hmm. So, and, and unloading at the same time. So you're getting rid of stuff, but you're also moving forward, right? You're not getting, you're not sitting stuck. You're, you're accomplishing something. So that's work to me, you know, and you got to keep doing the work. You know, keep accomplishing because you've been stagnant for so long. You need to, you got to, you want to move forward and actually get some work done and process your thoughts and process what, what you've been doing, right? And process the people that are in, in your life. Do they actually really serve me mm -hmm. or serve my life or serve my vision? Or what is my vision? Mm -hmm. you, know, what, you know, because you come out and you're like, I don't know where to go, mm -hmm. right? But we, uh, at least with Karen, with Canon, uh, we, we have a third person here that, a third party that's, um, has our back and ha can help every individual. So, and that person's Angel Morgan from uh, RaisingEnergy.com. Um, she's, she's, she's an equal. Um, like I'm the Ganga. Um, you know, you're, you're going to be the Ganga very soon too. Uh, but you're our, you're our host, you and Melinda, and uh, do a fantastic job. And, but you're also a, t a team player and uh, you can counsel people and all that. 
everybody's got their role, but mm -hmm. Angel, um, when people are gone, you know, the, you know, it's hard for people come to Costa Rica or come to Canada and then they go back home. You know, it, it gets costly to, uh, well, you're going to come back again. It's great if you do. Um, but yeah. sometimes they just need someone to sit with and talk with and someone that can read them. And, uh, well, she does more than read. Uh, she has a lot of skills and she can, she can help you with your integration because a lot of this stuff that I'm seeing on these life coaches and stuff like that, give me a, give me a break. Um, they just can't touch anything. Um, and those are just, it's, it's a random bunch of questions that people are uh, asking and yeah, it's nonsense in my they eyes. Um, unless you have some, sorry. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, it's silliness, but with angel, you know, it, it's, it's really, it's pennies on the dollar and for what you're getting. Mm -hmm. um, and she can work, she can cleanse you. She can do all kinds of stuff with you mm -hmm. and make you help you process what you saw, heard, felt, all of that. She's very good with that. And uh, she was actually part of my healing. So that's why our, our relationship is so good. Yeah. Um, I respect the hell out of her. Uh, I love the work she does. And, uh, but most places don't have her around it's they're, they're they focus on this um stuff that's not necessary um so this we're stripped down here but angel you know being a psychic she does akasha records you know she can call in her 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 spirits and it's awesome but yeah. people say well what what about a psychic in iboga how does that work well, if anyone's ever been to Africa, they have psychics and every temple has one. They're a communicator. And that's what Angel is. She's a communicator. Yeah. And I've had every ceremony that I have ever done, every initiation that I've ever done. Um, after my initiation, when I'm in the back of the temple, um, that's when he comes in or she comes in. And they talk, they communicate, and they will tell you stuff that will blow your mind mm -hmm. because they are so connected. Angels the same way. So we, I, I, we, we have been fortunate enough to yes. have her around, not only for our guests, but also for ourselves. Yeah. Um, because we all need it. As you know, she communicates with us and, I'll go in ceremony and I'll get, if she needs certain things answered, I'll, I'll dive in and go for her too. Cause when you're actually doing the work, it's hard to look at yourself. So it's nice to have someone alongside you that can help you out with that because yes. life gets sometimes yeah. for all of us, but she, she's amazing. And even I suggest to people, even if you want to contact her before you come, yeah. because some people need it before. Some people need it after. Um, I recommend her 100%. It makes, makes Raisingenergy.com. Go yep. check her out. Yeah, she, it, life is simple. Let's keep it simple. And, yep. it, you know, maybe contacting her will just calm you down a little bit more. Uh -huh. You know, get, take the fear out of it. You know, because... There is so much fear put on this internet about iboga. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It's now, there's people that have messed around with iboga that have no business messing with it.
But if you're an initiated Ganga, like a high level Ganga, yeah, not much to worry about. Yeah, you just do your job because spirit will take care of anything. And if you're doing everything with integrity, there's nothing going to happen. Nothing. That's well said. That's well said. That's very strong. And, you know, that's and people, people come and they. That, that psychic element, as you mentioned, yeah. that strength, that stuff. It has to be end, simple. Right? Mm -hmm. I think um, I, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot lately and, and speaking with Angel as well on personal issues here and this enclave that we're forming is strong. And when you have a, a psychic advisor, as they do in Africa, you know, in a temple, this builds like deep empathy because all of this healing is happening in the psychic realm. It's not happening outside. So, you know, when we're getting into a life coach situation, you have a lot of uh, calibrated questions that's been studied. Right. You know, that you should ask this person. That's not going to yield the, the deep empathy inside that the person needs. And that clearly the African system, they are very aware of this. You know, you don't go to a oh, university yeah. And, yeah, and develop a whole lot of questions to ask someone in a temple about maybe you should do this or you should eat this food or that doesn't work like that, right? It's yeah. The psychic nature is the only way that can yield an individual response for the, you know, for a sharing. So very true. Well, let, let, listen, part of a good job is to have psychic ability. So when someone's coming into uh, like, even when they, they want to, they want to get involved in, uh, like, because I have people say, oh, can I get initiated? Well, it doesn't work like that. You don't just get in a bus and go get initiated, right? So even in Africa, you basically, it's, a, it's a, what they call a consultation. So you'll come in, you'll sit down in front, you know, Anima and a bunch of uh, Gangas, but they're all going to read you, mm -hmm. every one of them. So um, as far as people think, oh, uh, what's a psychic doing? Well, if, if you're saying that, you know nothing. Mm -hmm. Because reading people is all what we do is half about is helping right. people because you have to, but you have to, to help them, you have to recognize what's going on. Mm -hmm. And gen generally nine times out of 10, it's all in their head. Even physical ailments, it's all in your head. So, so beautiful. if you fix this, the body will follow. So beautiful. It's uh. I, I see this more now feeling so privileged to be part of this grouping that um, it's so beautiful really that we're, that we're leaving a legacy to ourselves and to others, like a reorientation with, with what's been lost in which that is the spirit inside us. It isn't just a pretty idea, is it Lewis? That's what we're saying. It's for you, you work firmly in this frame and have been tireless and diligent and devoted to something that, that is very true and very real. So you know it. And there's a lot of people there I, I have empathy for because they're yet to discover, but that's exciting in itself. It's in its nebulous form to discover that the spirit isn't a fairy tale that they've, they've watched or, an, or a, a Marvel movie. It's no. real, you know, it's, it's real and it will show them. And I, I think that's what gets, you know, the rocket up underneath me. I get excited for people coming here because I'm waiting, you know, they're trying to live vicariously through them a little in this psychic frame to see them kick that goal. You know, the goal being, oh, right, I'm more than this person that suffers. Oh, you know, for sure. That I've got volition. I did this. It's okay that I did this. You know, like this amazing thing. All through a spirit. It's incredible. It'll never get tiring. Right? And, and it's also becoming a problem in Africa too, right? 
mm-hmm. uh, because it, although the spirit comes from there and all that, um, they get caught up in their own nonsense too. Um, especially this day and age, you know, like where it becomes more about costumes and, you know, dance than it does about uh, spiritual connection. So it's not only us in the West that are losing uh, ground, they're losing ground too. Um, there's the certain ones that are connected and some that it's just about money. So uh, it's a way of life because there's no other option for them. So that's how they're going to generate their cash flow. But right now, I would say, like, yeah, I would even say in Africa, 90% of it, it's, it, it's going away, astray. Um, wow. So, like, when I go there, they, my philosophy is, uh, with my teachers anyway, it's, um, it's a breath of fresh air for them because how, how does this white guy know this? Mm-hmm. Well, you're not the only human beings on the planet either. So they got to understand that too, right? And, and yeah. I've done a lot of work. I've done a lot of work with Iboga. So a lot of the time when I was first starting out, my teacher was Iboga. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't Anima. Um, and Iboga is the original um, shaman. That's what it's told me. Everyone else works for the shaman. The shaman being Iboga. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where all this knowledge comes from. So if saying that, if you tap into self, mm-hmm. you will find it but you need to learn how to do that and your your first experience is not necessarily going to teach you that but it's not meant to do that that's only for people that want to follow yeah that's the coming back to expectation um you know i think sometimes yeah people may uh i did this myself you know i i perhaps walked in thinking that the medicine was just going to give me everything you know um and I suppose what I'm framing now, I was going to ask you is to diminish that expectation, um, to realize that, you know, for instance, okay, I'll give you an example. You're not going to become a professional swimmer after uh, 24 hours. To put, it, to put it bluntly, right? So as long as people understand that you're not going to become someone who's perfectly aligned and adept at navigating a bogart with two ceremonies. So to be gentle on themselves, and to to take what's given right yeah it's like because they're just beating themselves up right like oh i'm not doing this right you're doing everything great just chill out yeah you know because it's it's giving you what you need and you know we've witnessed that well i'm not getting anything out of this well you're in your way right and and the thing is that iboga it shows you you're in your way Mm -hmm. and it shows everybody else in the room that you're in your way Mm-hmm. So it's like, especially for uh, facilitating the experience, it's like, you lie in front of me, I know who you are, because mm-hmm. you're going to come out, your true self is going to come out. 1000%. Yeah, definitely. That was like, even when, when uh, we decided to uh, work together, the first yeah. thing I asked is that you lie down in front of me. So yeah. then I know what I'm doing. With. Yeah. And, that was uh, and I, and then by in return you find out what I'm all about too. Yeah. So it's it's important. Like that's what it comes to you know back to the other video of uh, you know knowing who's facilitating this for you because uh, you'll you'll see you'll recognize it right in ceremony one thousand percent. They can hide hide hide, but once you get in uh, in uh, ceremony, the truth comes out. 
Yes. Yeah, I must so, say uh, for me personally with you, that was that was the brilliant connection, right? It was just incredibly open. So, you know, sure, we could see one another, but I could really, with you, uh, with the medicine, there was so much uh, brilliant opening there. There was, it was completely energetically transparent. And um, that's very strong for someone that's looking to have trust in the Ganga, in, in their experience. Being facilitated with the Boga, the more that someone's going to feel um, that open energy and being received, the more they feel safe in their own container of doing the work. You know, they will pick up, won't they, on, exactly. on potential blockages. Medicine's very strong. And I know with my first experiences, um, it took me a while to realize this, but in subsequent months, because as we know, uh, which we could talk about, it goes on and on and on and medicine's with you for a long time. But I came to realize that a lot of my experience was uh, at times picking up on the people facilitating for me. You know, um, their concerns or perhaps their, their various different emotional tides, you know, perhaps they weren't as invested as they could be, or perhaps they were doing their very best or whatever they were doing. In any case, there wasn't a warmth of opening. There wasn't an energetic felt opening where I felt I could do the work solidly. There was some static and so a little bit of uh, concern going around, which you don't see at the time. A is still working. It still does well, the work. Later, maybe you see. Yeah, absolutely. So the spirit's always working. So that, let, let's, uh, that, that's reality. Mm -hmm. And it'll, it'll stay working. But uh, yeah. it'll also show you uh, what it's working with and that being a facilitator. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And it's not like, it is what it is. Like, uh, you, you definitely are, the facilitator is definitely part of the journey. So you, you want the facilitator to be the, as, most, uh, as much integrity as possible for your journey. Yeah, well said, well said. So less distractions, the more strength. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're about, right? Well, yeah. is there any other topic that we can talk about today on surrendering or we might uh, wrap up today's installment unless- uh, I, I think we wrap up, I think it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think people just need to come and just relax and experience it properly and uh, no pressure from us. Like even when you're booking, it shouldn't be any pressure. Um, you know, if they're ready to come, they're ready to come. I, we're not used car salesmen. We're not going to hound people. It's just like chill. Like in my tone of voice, everything's chill. Just chill out. Cause that's, you know, it's what it's all about. Uh, you know, like we're real, we're very real, but we got to keep it chill. And sometimes you, you know, you have to be assertive. That's fine too. But it's like most of the time is just getting people into tranquility and just relaxing because that's what I both wants for you to be able to sit in your own space. Well said. Okay. Well, uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, we'll wrap up today's installment. Thanks very much, Lewis. Another great talk. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Always entertaining. And we'll yeah. speak again soon. Okay, brother. Bye -bye. You have a great day. You too.